Assalamu alaikum family, peace, healing, and light, and welcome back to another episode of Healing with Angelica's podcast, where we discuss all things healing, and if you are new to the show, welcome, 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 beautiful souls. On today's episode, I have a beautiful returning guest, my sister, Sister Ramaya, as we'll be discussing today's topic, Harmony in Motion. Sister Ramaya, welcome back, and thank you so much for joining me again today. How are you? I'm good, and you? Thank you for having me. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. It is a pleasure to have you on the show again. All praises due to a lie. Now, for those who don't know who Miss Sister Ramaya X is, please do you mind letting our audience know just a little bit more about you? Yes, so as my bio has stated, I'm a striving Muslim and a student of the Muslim religion Muhammad. Um, I'm a college student in my last year, and I'm a dancer. Yes, praise be to Allah, Sister Ramaya. Thank you so much for that. Now let's get started on today's episode, Harmony in Motion. And please, for my audience today, do not hesitate to put any questions, any questions you may have for me or my guest, Sister Ramaya, in the comment box below. Now, let's talk about the healing power of dancing. Dancing promotes wellness by strengthening the immune system through muscular actions and psychological processes. Dancing conditions and individual dancing conditions and individual to moderate, eliminate, or avoid tension, chronic fatigue, and other disabling conditions that results from the effects of stress. Now that was just a little bit just about the benefits of dancing. However, dancing promotes so many different things when it comes to our well-being. And that brings me to my first question for you, Sister Ramaya. Before we get deep into the discussion about dancing, let's just start off with how your journey began with dancing. Beautiful question, and thank you for stating those benefits of dance because there are many which I would love to um, add to. Um, my journey of dance began when I was a little, little girl, like, was so little. Um, I believe I was either two or three. My mom put me in my first dance class. Um, I switched between tap and ballet. And the ballet was nice. Tap was really nice. My teacher said that I, my teacher said that I had a um, very good sense of rhythm. And I furthered my dance because I love dance. Like it was just something that really resonated with my spirit. And amongst other gifts, it was the one gift Allah never let me get too far from. Mm. And I seen that as a this is something that's part of my purpose, my mission. And um, when I got to high school, I started training again. Um, I did palm, I did jazz dance. That was my first year of high school, so I was a freshman. And then my last year, like during my last year of high school, um, 
I joined the team again and we brought our team to sectionals and to state. And that was our team's first time ever, ever going to state or sectionals, the dance team specifically. Mm -hmm. So it was an honor to be a part of that because we set history in that way. And then I became a dance major in college. And this is where my turning point occurred. (laughs) Um, I became a dance major. I had to audition to be a dance major. So Allah allowed me to do that. But when I became one, I started to, in a way, despise dance because my body became my grade. Mm-hmm. And the kind of dancing that I had to do in certain aspects or the, the type of clothes that I had to wear, I was like, this isn't the world of dance that I am interested in building, especially coming into Islam. Mm-hmm. When I became a dance major, I was not in the teachings. Mm-hmm. And, um, it wasn't until a few months after I became a dance major in my junior year that I came into the teachings. I sent a letter to become part of the teachings October 31st. Oh <laughs> I was at rock bottom um, mm-hmm. and I was like, something has got to get this. But when I joined the ranks, which was January 22nd of 2022, I um, decided to leave that school and I decided to leave dance as a major because my passion for dance began to dwindle, and that's a dangerous place to be. Mm. Passion is hampered with. And I said, Allah, I don't really know what you're gonna do with me. I don't know what you're gonna do with dance if I go back home to Chicago. I don't really know what you're gonna do, you know. And I'm like, and is dance even in is dance even in Islam? Because mm. I don't see anyone doing it. And I said, you know what, Allah. I said, you got this. (laughs) All I did was obey. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't quite understand. I'm like, you know, dance is here. Dance wasn't at my school in Chicago, the school I'm at now. They don't have dance as a major. Um, And so I majored in psychology because I love, love, love psychology. But um, they didn't have dance at this school. And so I'm like, Allah, what are we going to do? So just recently, it wasn't until recently, um, I had an opportunity to dance before the believers with another sister. And so I seen that as confirmation that a lot is absolutely guiding me. It just may not have happened when I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. And um, he sent me a sister who dances like myself, you know, and I was just so thankful for that because I didn't want to be the first. But he said, okay, I'm going to still make you do what you have not yet seen. So Mm -hmm. I did that, and I really thank Allah for guiding me in that way and sending me someone to help develop me. Because the sister that I dance with now is absolutely helping to develop me. So that's been my journey. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Praise be to Allah. I love that, sis. And, um... You were saying you were in a period, like a dangerous period of just basically having to make a decision as to what you love and then, you know, what you were coming into when it was, you know, with Islam and stuff. 
and and also you not knowing that if this is this even okay for me to do you know and I'm glad we are like I said talking about this and I mentioned to you before because you know we have a lot of women um independent is it always depending on what it is in particular but we do have women that may think that there are certain things they do that they just have to completely stop once they you know pursue islam or you know change their life around and you know submit themselves to a lie but i truly believe that a lie is able to magnify whatever whatever your talents is but in a righteous way right so me i i look i think i joined a nation it's only been a year it's only been a year i only joined a nation a year ago and um just from what i see i've never seen you know anyone like dancing or, or doing what you do you know and i think that's beautiful because it's like you know like i said we have women that's in the nation or not even in the nation or probably interested in joining and seeing us and of course we have to put on that clean glass but at the end of the day we're still human and you know that doesn't mean that our talents is wasted so he's not he, he's not he did not waste your talents so i love that you know we brought that up and we're talking about this so praise be to Elisa. So I wanted to dive just a little deep about just how how were you able to um I would say transition the were you okay because you had did a lot of different dancing. You said you did jazz, you did a lot. So was there anything in particular that you had to change to accommodate Islam? Yes, certainly. Um, I would say taking the sensuality out of my movement. Mm. And that's for the better because dance is a language. Mm. Um, You're expressing something, whether it's an idea, um, truth, falsehood, you're still expressing something. It's a symbol of something. It's information, much like DNA is information and I feel like dance for me has always been um, a way of communicating emotions um, when words just don't suffice. So yes, I've had to take the, 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 by first, um, (laughs) by first restraining my passions, Mm -hmm. that, um, that slowly started to move out of me. I didn't really have a desire to be sensual in my movement even though I'm a woman sensuality is all that I am I have that and I didn't kill that about myself but I have to place it in its right place mm-hmm. exactly um I definitely have had to move away from that and allow Allah to shape my movement in the way that I move and I'm still refining myself right now mm-hmm. and um like even movements um, that come from that uh, African diaspora, like Mufundala. I don't know if anyone is familiar with that, but it's a Western African contemporary dance. I love Mufundala, okay? Mm-hmm. But with certain movements, I get a little passionate and then I don't realize that I'm, I may be 
putting out something different than I intended. Mm. I really have to watch what I'm doing. Like dance is truly a science. Yeah. I have to watch what I'm doing. <laughs> so yes, ma'am, I have had to change things. Yes, so I love the fact that <clears throat> you said that you had to basically adjust the sensuality of your movement, right? When you're dancing. And that makes me think, for the most part, when we're dancing, we're listening to music, right? And a lot of the times, well, especially in this generation right now, a lot of the times the type of music that we're listening to, I believe, contributes into the way that our body reacts as far as wanting to move. Like, you're hearing something hype and crumb, you you move in that way you want to get crunk you know you hear something elegant and slow and you know you your body is responding to the music that you're hearing right so and I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you was able to bring that up because this is not a question that was I actually wrote but it was it's a question in my mind right now because now now it makes me think about how how important it is that we really be mindful of the type of music that we're listening to because you can see how it has a it can contribute into the way that your body reacts as far as moving if you're a dancer or if you're dancing right so do you mind just elaborating just a little bit about um, Cause I mean, you do have some people that you know they just dance. They don't listen to music, but most most I'm not saying they don't listen to music, but they don't use music to dance. But for the most part, we dance because we're we're listening to the music. So how has music nowadays contribute to the over sensuality of dancing now with women? Mm, that is such a good question. I'll answer it to the best of my ability. Um, like just off bat, I would say I don't know, but if I think about it a little deeper, um, it reminds me of what I learned at the Reiki retreat I went to with Dr. Imam Muhammad. <laughs> Such a beautiful sister. But um, I'll save that for another time. Um, she went into, and I'm just paraphrasing, she went into how a lot of the music we listen to speaks to the lower parts of us, mm. lower parts of our chakra, like the root chakra, right? The root chakra isn't bad. That's not a bad place. It's an energy center, just like your solar plexus, your throat chakra, your third eye, mm -hmm. you know? But it's how you use it. And so when we hear like the lower notes speaking to our lower chakra, mm. and we often see that a lot of the movements um, that we see when we listen to certain songs with that low frequency, there's a lot of movement in the hips, hip area, in the behind area, because that's where your root chakra is. And um, that's really all I can think of regarding that. Like, I think that certain music, certain frequencies speak to certain energy centers of the body. And if you don't have the knowledge of how to alchemize that energy, then it's just like, you know, you um, become under the influence spiritually. Mm. Yes, you answered that. So I, I, I would have never thought of that. 
Wow, praise be to Allah. I love that. That was a beautiful answer because if we don't understand the fact of how we are, we are really energy sensors, right? Like we can take in a lot of energy. Like, and even in my time frame of just, and oh, I'm sorry, y'all. I got to bear witness real quick. Oh, praise is due to Allah for Islam. I'm just so grateful. I'm about to cry. Anyway, but <laughs> just being able to understand and have that knowledge, like, and also knowing how we are really, we're really, in, in our, we are energy sensors, we are frequencies, and a lot of the things that we feed ourselves from the music from what we put in our mouth and what we see are contributing to the way that we are reacting um, to certain things, you know, and one is like music. So you find a lot of us in, in, in this time that, you know, we we love music. Who doesn't like music? But I just believe that because of the, the ways of this world and the type of music that has been promoted, it is only been for my from my perspective and how you wrote down just the energy sensors of the body, how it's really targeting that root, the root chakra, but not in its positive way. Right. So I love that you brought that up. And you're going to make me look into that a little bit more because I, I like that. You know? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> Praise be to Allah. Yes, sis. Yes, sis. So um, now... <clears throat> Back into dancing, you know, I'll talk a little bit about the music because it just made me think like, you know, that music is just uh, so powerful. So now, dancing, um, I can say that when I was a little girl, I used to love dancing. Absolutely love it. I can get my mom on here right now. She would tell you I would be in there break dancing. Now, the type of dancing I was doing, I thought I was Sierra. I was crunk dancing, mm -hmm. this stuff, like doing the splits, like that 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 rough and, and, and kind of aggressive. But when I think about the type of dancing I was doing and why I enjoyed it, it was a way for me to express the, the way I was feeling when I was younger and not being able to express a certain side of me, I was able to express myself more through dancing and just, in my way, it was a form of releasing, like just going crazy and dancing in that way, right? So I wanted to know like, how has, how has dancing for you been able to help you grow and connect in a way that's been beneficial to your mental and your spiritual growth? Yes, ma'am. Um, well, I'll start by saying that dance for me has always been a storehouse of full and complete restoration. Uh, much like you, that was my way of releasing. Like, I've never been like a what can I say, a talker in a sense of, I can just simply say how I'm feeling with words. I've always been one to write or dance or do something, color, you know, <laughs> anything but talk. <laughs> um, but 
it has been my avenue of releasing suppressed emotions, releasing stagnant energy, releasing toxins from my body because we don't do, you know, we sweat through our pores when we're dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, I release troubled thoughts like that. Um, dance has nourished my body, enriched my experience. I could be going through hell, but after I dance, I'm in heaven because that is my release. That's my ministry to mm-hmm. my creator. And I'm in direct meditation with him when mm-hmm. I'm dancing. So everything else around me don't even matter. Yeah. I'm connected with him. Much like when you make it a lot. I'm not saying dance is a lot because it's not. <laughs> but it's that same feeling for me. Nobody else matters but me and a lot in this moment. So it's a um, it's a meditation. It's a um, reverence, rather, to Allah, thanking Him for whatever it is I'm going through. It's a prayer, and I actually wanted to share something that Queen Afua um, stated in her book. I wrote it down because I had a feeling this would come up. Mm-hmm. Um, she said on page 189 in Sacred Woman, she said, with dance, even if I trip over my feet and land on the floor, it doesn't matter. Because when I dance, I can do no wrong. Because it ain't about the steps. It's about the spirit that absolutely fills me. When mm-hmm. I raise my arms, the divine moves in me. When I kiss my leg, the divine is working brilliantly through me. When I contract and release, my world is removed. And she went also into how every single step she takes is a prayer. Mm. Like, wow, alhamdulillah, because I can relate to that so much. And I resonate with the title of this podcast, Harmony in Motion, or this podcast episode rather, Harmony yeah. in Motion. Because when we are in prayer, we are in harmony with Allah. We're in tune with Allah, our angels, the cosmos. And that's exactly how I feel when I'm dancing. Like I'm accessing higher dimensions of consciousness. We're taught that, um, I know in Force and Power Being, um, Minister Ava Muhammad mentioned that when we pray, we are in the fourth and fifth dimension. Hmm. And I definitely feel like I'm I'm accessing something up there. (laughs) I'm accessing something different than the reality that I'm in because the way that I feel is just unreal, Mm -hmm. you know? So dance is just more than movement to me. It's it's my way of taking care of me and loving Mm -hmm. and boosting my self-confidence and my love for God because he didn't still this in me for a reason. Yes, yes. Praise be to Allah. Wow. That was some gems right there. Queen of Fua. I know she had, um, <clears throat> I, I had read one of her books while I was in my journey of healing. Uh, I think this was one of her first books. But um, she, was talk, she would talk about dancing and how she would dance and move and, you know, how it helps release certain traumas you know, sensors in the body. And um, that just shows just how we have became so disconnected 
I truly believe, um, just within ourselves and disconnected with our source, Allah God. You know, um, a lot of the times we use different types of sources to try to get over, you know, life difficulties. When Allah has created us, created us to endure struggle, but he did not bring us here. And I say this all the time. He did, he did not bring us here without any instructions. Like, he didn't just leave us, get us here a while, you know? So I just wanted to bring that up because it's just, it's so, it's just so sad how we became so disconnected within ourselves and just the power of just the things that we can do to heal ourselves, heal ourselves from trauma, stress, whatever it is that you may be going through that, you know, we don't take those simple things like dancing or meditating or praying to help alleviate those burdens. So crazy to Eliza. So oh, this is this is interesting to me. I'm glad I'm glad we talked about this because you know, this made me remember that I used to dance a lot. I used to really dance so much, but the way I was dancing, the the dancing that we are taught wasn't the typical, I ain't gonna say typical, but it's not really the kind of dancing we should be doing. So let's talk about just how, what do you believe, not what do you believe, but how do you think dancing for our generation and the, the younger generation, the way that we dance, how do you believe if we could change the way that we dance and eliminate the, the sensu, what is it called, the sensuality of, dance, of dancing? How do you believe that we could remove that from this era of dancing, how much of a benefit that we will have when it comes to when it comes to just our connection with ourself and our the creator. Can you, can you like repeat that again? So yeah. Like, okay. No, you're fine. So basically, what is your thoughts on us being able to change the way that we dance? Mm -hmm as far as eliminating the sensuality of dancing and dancing with more, well, not the sensuality of dancing, how much alleviating that will benefit us now. Mm -hmm. The sensuality of, sex, of, of dancing sexually now. Mm -hmm. I, hope I, I hope I'm asking that right. <laughs> If I'm not, I can uh, repeat it again. I think I'm understanding it right. I guess it'll depend on how I answer to see if I <laughs> understand. Um, how, okay. How can we alleviate? Or how would it alleviate? How would it, how would it benefit the younger generation or our generation if we would remove the sensuality of dancing? Got the it. sensuality or the sensuality of dancing. Because it's a lot of that. And the younger children are seeing, you know, twerking and all this stuff. And you see little girls like, hold on, what's going on? Yeah. Like, yeah. 
So they're they're we got we got our children operating in the in their lower in the in their lower frequency just from the way they're dancing. Right. So So how can it yes ma'am, I think I understand that how can that benefit by removing that sensuality yeah. out of this dance today. Um I believe that it can benefit us by um, by speaking to the God in us because the God in us and I heard the minister say this earlier in um, a lecture which I will get the title for you now one second yes ma'am healing begins in the mind by the honorable minister Ms. Farrakhan he mentioned that God spelled backwards is D-O-G and I feel like when we do things like that, if you look at um, certain arts or certain images, a lot of the colors, even the pride, the pride flag, the colors are backwards on the chakras, for example. Mm. The chakra is the the uh, pride flag. If I'm not mistaken, it's the other way around. So the pride flag has the root chakra first the lowest chakra but when you look at the chakras on the body your crown chakra is first so I feel like if we just flip this thing around (laughs) and we operate more up here Mm. not down here swiveling our hips and stuff like that's great you can do that in the private time but again that is where you place Mm -hmm. your sensuality that that's where the issue is like that is a there's a place and a time for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, dance is to express something, a message, but there's a time and a place. If we try to resurrect the dead, <laughs> that's not the, <laughs> that's not the place to do it. <laughs> that is not the area to do it. You will never see me dancing in front of believers, swiveling my hips. You will never see it because that's me speaking to the dog in me. That's what it is. I'm not speaking to the guy. I'm speaking to the direct opposite. And I don't want that. So I want to operate where God resides. And I feel like that's in the higher dimensions. I don't want to operate low. I don't want to do that. So I think that taking sensuality out of our presentation to the dead, rather, um, will elevate us. I mean, that's really my answer. Like, I I think if we stay away from the low frequencies um, and the movement that those frequencies call for, mm-hmm. then we can really do something with that. We can really elevate our people. Because our people, we love entertainment. I don't just see dancers necessarily entertainment. I'm telling a story. I'm letting my ancestors speak through me. I'm telling their story. I'm expressing what I would like my children to experience. I'm expressing the African-American or Black, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. I'm expressing that experience through my body. So to me, it's like I'm kind of like a book, but just in motion. I'm Mm -hmm. like, but in motion. I'm not may not be using words, but 
I'm still telling you something, something that you feel in your bones when you see me move because there's something that I'm doing, whether it's a symbol, like, you know, like the video we have posted with the dance, we did like Egyptian arms, mm -hmm. right? But that speaks, it's information to remind you about something. Yes. So I just think it's all about like, let's study. Let's study what it is that we need to study. That's why I said in my bio, I'm a striving Muslim. I'm not perfect. Striving Muslim student of the Honorable Minister of Farrakhan because a lot of the dance moves that I do, I read it first. Mm. I read it and I took it and turned it into a movement. So, yeah, that's all I really have. With yes, yes. <laughs> that was beautiful. I love you broke it down, says praise be to Allah. And it's like you brought us something that's so powerful, right? So powerful because for one, there's nothing like a made up mind. And also, we also have to be aware of, I want to say, the way that we are, the way that we think, right? You brought up something. You brought up the fact of dancing isn't entertainment for me. You know, dancing is healing for me. Dancing does this for me, right? So because we don't have the right perspective of dancing, we don't have the correct, you know, spirit when it comes into dancing, you know, a lot of the times we're doing this and not seeing how much it is actually lowering our frequency, the way that we are dancing and what we're bringing on to ourselves, especially, especially with, you know, us women, women dancing in such a, a, a sensual way, right? Like you said, you can do it at home, you know, yeah. a place for that, you know, it's, it's, we're not saying like, you know, don't be sensual. We're not saying, you know, you know, cause that's a part of us as women. But it brings me back to the fact of just how, as a woman, as we know, like when we cover our head, our heads up and we wear those garments, like the way that we move our body also is a protection for us as well. Like you out here gyrating, you know, what are you expecting to get from the opposite sex? You know, the man is a man and it, it is what it is, but... A lot of the times, and I can be honest and say this, you know, a lot of the times as women, we don't see how much we can contribute to the downfall when it comes to our relationship with men because we don't know ourselves, we don't know our value, and we don't know how much if we can gain control of ourselves, even just by the way you move in your body, the way you walk, you know, the way you look, how much we can control ourselves and control the I believe we can control some of the behavior when it comes to our men as well and just the things that we see going on in the world as far as you know rape and all that and so so this is really taking me deep into the perspective of dancing like what is your perspective of dancing 
and you have such a beautiful perspective of it because it's just not entertainment for you. This is, you're telling a story. And I love, and I wrote this down, I'm gonna quote this too. You said, dancing is a language. You're telling a story. Like, and when I seen the video, I love that video that you did um, The at the, uh, my Chicago. Yeah. Um, so beautiful in the way that you are moving. Like, if someone is really looking into you and, and looking at that and just looking at the way you're moving, you really are telling a story. I'm so upset that I can't post the video. That's why I asked for the video because I wanted to share the video of you dancing. But unfortunately, it's not happening. So, uh, yeah. But did you do you have the video on your page? I do not. I only posted it on my story, but inshallah, okay. I'll upload it <laughs> <laughs> okay i just thought it was so beautiful and just the way you were dancing and you know it's it, it is giving us information it's, it's it's letting us know like okay why are you moving like that what is she doing you know what are you trying to tell me without actually speaking and talking you know so all praises is due to a lot sister ramaya and if you all are enjoying this episode just as well as i am Please show your support by donating today to Cash App Dollar Signs Healing with Angelica to help sustain future episodes just like this. Also, if you are enjoying all of the episodes here on Closing the Gap broadcast, CTG broadcast, please show your support as well by donating today. Information to donate will be shown on your screen below. I absolutely love you all and we'll get back to the show. Today's show, Harmony in Motion with Sister Ramaya. So I do have a, a few more questions before we end today's before we end today's show. Now we can honestly, we can really go in deep when it comes to dancing. Because dancing has such a history to it. And as you can tell just as history, you know, not repeat itself, but it's growing and you got the new generation. A lot of the dancing has unfortunately changed, right? So um, I want to just talk more about your experience with having to, I want to say, Being able to dance, to be able to help you with being creative in any of your other aspects in life. Like how has dancing been able to help you creative when it comes to business, school, work, or life in general? That's a good question, and I don't know. <laughs> I haven't thought on that because mm-hmm. I feel like uh, I feel like I'm just creative in so many ways. I never just sat and thought about how dance specifically has helped me to create in other avenues. But if we ever do have a part two, I'll mention it then. I just need time to think on that. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh no, you fine, sis. Listen, I'll be over here. You know, I'll be coming up with. This I know. <laughs> I'll be trying to make them in debt. Like I don't know. <laughs> You're fine, sis. Praise be to a lie. Yeah. So I did have one more question to ask you now. For those who love dancing, I, we need some advice here, sis. I think Sister Ramaya can give us some good advice here. What advice do you have for a sister that's in the nation that is having a hard time keeping her talents in line with the teachings? Mm. Uh, the first thing I think of is to pray to Allah because nobody can tell you how to utilize your gift that Allah gave you but the creator himself. Nobody can tell you that. Um, you know, I will also say to work towards it because after prayer, you know, I mean, prayer is just part of the work. You have to actually go to work to bring into existence what it is that you want to see. Mm -hmm. um, and just remember at the end of the day, no gift is less than another no talent is less than another your talent and your gift was given to you purposefully is that a word or is it purposefully mm -hmm. now I get purposefully <laughs> yeah okay we gonna roll with it Pur <laughs> purposefully <laughs> so your gift was given to you on purpose I'll say that mm -hmm. and you are in this nation for a reason we are all nation builders we all have something to bring to our nation, right? So embrace that and really study what it is that your gift is. I know for me, um, Allah blessed me to make it into my major as a dance major, even though I did leave it, I learned the history of dance. Mm -hmm. um, I learned the different experiences of dance. I learned, um, you know, where some of the dances were originated and why they came about. So knowing that kind of stuff is very important um, in the work that you'll be doing. Um, I would also say, surround yourself with like-minded people because a lot of times it can feel like people who don't share the same gift as you or don't understand your gifts, even though they may be good people, it can also like just, for me, in my experience, it has drained my desire to be um, in tune with my gift because I'm just like, you know, what am I supposed to do with it? Mm -hmm. What am I supposed to do with my gift? Everyone around me and doctors and and lawyers and I mean, whatever their gift may, I don't know, whatever profession they may choose or whatever they're gifted at, it just wasn't meshing with my gift. I didn't know how to um, see my gift and that person or those people didn't know how to mine out of me my gift or be valued in it. So I would say surround yourself with like-minded people. And that can be hard depending on what your gift is. Like I know for dance, I struggle. Cause again, nobody, you know, I know a lot of dancers outside the nation, but I'm trying to build a new world, right? So yeah. I'm trying to find sisters in the nation. And I just like recently, recently finding my sisters and so yeah put yourself out there too so that people can see you so that 
you don't feel like you're the only one doing something and so that others can feel like they have a voice in whatever it is that you're doing. I remember a sister after my performance, she reminded me of something she said at an earlier date. She told me before, she was like, you know, sis, dance is impossible in Islam. I was like, huh? It's not what? <laughs> like, I couldn't believe she said that because I'm like, sister, it just only told me in that moment how I may be hiding. So I, I put that on myself because mm-hmm. I'm like, it's something that I'm not doing that makes you feel as though that's not possible because I know I'm a dancer. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> dancing in my own oh, way. <laughs> right. And I, I know, but I'm hiding because I didn't, at the time, I didn't have any dance moves or mm-hmm. I didn't have anything. So I felt that like an obligation to do what you've been told to do. And that's to share the dance, share what you do so that other sisters or even other brothers, because we got brothers that dance too. Mm-hmm share what it is that you do so that people can see you and feel inspired. Um, But I think a lot of times we don't talk about how scary that can be, you know, when you don't see anyone else doing something. And for the first time, you feel like you'll be that one doing it. That's scary. Yeah. You're scared to mess up. And I have messed up many times. But I had to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I'm still going, and I'm still not perfect. And I just pray to Allah He continues to refine what what it is that I do. Um, but those are the three things that I really think about: pray, go to work at it, surround yourself with people who are like minded, mm-hmm. or at least people who nurture what's in you, who know what's in you, mm-hmm. and can mine that out of you, and you mine that out of them. So those are the three things I think about. You know, study. If you study and you're striving to be righteous, you will find what it is that you are supposed to be doing, and you will know how to do it efficiently. So, study. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. So beautiful. All praises is due to Allah. Because I just want to say thank you so so much sister Ramaya for joining us today to talk about this beautiful topic harmony in motion like when I hear that it's just like hmm. <laughs> I would also like to thank my amazing audience and healing tribe for joining us today I pray that today's episode was informative valuable and healing for you all Also, be sure to share, like, follow, and subscribe so you don't miss out on any upcoming episodes on your favorite podcast station. Closing the Gap broadcast on Facebook, CDT broadcast on YouTube, and Healing with Angelica podcast on Facebook and YouTube to help spread this message of healing to those in need. Also, if you are in... I'm sorry, if you know anyone that is in need of healing, I also would like to share that I I have a healing coaching call. I am offering one-on-ones to help get you started on your healing journey. More information to schedule will be shown on the screen below. Give me a moment. Let me see if I can show it. Oh, 
there you go. So if you guys are interested, this is the information. If you're ready to start your healing journey, I am here to assist you on that. Also, I have Healing Tribe merch as well. I'll show you guys a few Healing Tribe merch if you guys are interested in the merch and would like to join a Healing Tribe. We would love to have you aboard. Our praises is due to Allah. And also a friendly reminder that any purchases that you make is helping to sustain and support Healing with Angelica. So please keep that in mind. And as we are, inshallah, also expanding. Also, if you know anyone or if yourself is in need of any prayer, Helen with Angelica would like to send a special prayer to you. And you can do this by emailing us at healwithangelica at yahoo.com. Also, before we end today's show, I would like to give closing remarks and give you guys a mantra to leave for today. So we have here, I have so much to offer. I have so much to offer. I am a blessing to this world. God gave me special gifts to help others. He created me with a special purpose. All praises is to Sister Ramaya. I know we had that last question, but before we end today's show, I always let the guests in the show out with closing remarks. Sis, do you have any closing remarks for our audience today? Yes, ma'am. I just want to first say thank you for having me, Sister Angelica. This was very beautiful, and anytime I'm on here, it's very healing. I feel like I just got a Reiki session, for real. <laughs> <laughs> this is very healing. And um, to the audience, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for your attention. And I really appreciate you all. Much love. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. All praises due to And yes, you guys can also follow my beautiful guest here, Sister Ramaya. I know my sister don't, she been kind of like back and forth on the social media. <laughs> I feel it, girl. I listen. Mm, yes, I understand. Sometimes we need a break. Yes. Y'all ain't catch the episode I did about social media. Check it out. I did it a few weeks ago with Brother Win for X. So, yeah, definitely, definitely check my sister out on IG. Have it down here on the screen below. And again, I want to say I love you all so, so much. I want to thank you all again for joining us today. Thank you all for your support. Killing with Angelica is planning to expand. I'm, I'm really planning to expand. So there may be, not there may, there may be, there will be a lot of uh, changes that you guys will see coming up within um, this new year. So I just ask that you guys just be patient with me and just you know please continue to support as this show is something that Allah has blessed me with blessed me to do and also a way for me to be able to use what Allah has given me and spread my word and things that I've been through in regards to healing and also allow others to share their journey of healing because like I said we're all on a healing journey, but we should not have to heal alone. That's my quota. So 
All praises due to Allah. I love you all, and I pray you guys have a great and amazing day. Thank you all for joining us, and we leave you as we came. Assalamualaikum. Peace, healing, and light.